Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 217. Remember two days ago I spoke about how you set yourself up for success for the upcoming weekend. And now that we're into Saturday, I wanted to give you an update. It's late afternoon, well actually it's early evening and I'm just taking a break. And I wanted to give you an update as to what I did today to show you as an example as what's possible and what did you do today compared to what I did and is there room for you to increase your output. I know based on my day that there's certainly opportunities for me to increase my output. But here we go. So my day started at 4.30 a.m. when the alarm went off and I had to get straight out of bed because I had a client coming in at 5 a.m. And so I had to get ready. So I went to bed last night. Oh gosh, it was probably around 10, 10, 15, 10, 30, something like that. I was pretty tired because I had an early start the night, the day before. Uh, so, and I slept well. Um, so what would that give me? About six hours sleep, which is uh, ideal for me. Um, so I got up at 4.30. And I worked, set myself up for the day, making sure that I was um, doing my success outcomes for today, wrote all those in my app. I listened to JT's 365. Um, his is actually coming to an end. He's only doing one year of it, so 365 days of it. So he's only got something like 10 days left, I think, maybe eight. Uh, so that's ending soon. So I listened to that make sure I get myself in the right mindset for the day. And um, then I was training. I was training clients from 5 a.m. right through to 7.30. And then I had to head off to boot camp because Elizabeth doesn't do uh, Saturdays for me, so I do the Saturdays. So I, um, I headed to boot camp and uh, it was a, a nice morning. It was going to be uh, 35 today, I think 38 tomorrow, so and again, a couple of really hot days here. Uh, but the morning started off nice. When the sun came out from behind the clouds, that was really quite hot. So we moved into the shade and that was really good. Now I'll come back to uh, some business stuff in a second. But after boot camp, on the way home, I had, oh, well, first of all, I organized my groceries to be delivered uh, this morning. And uh, I got a text message. I only had a, a small window between five and and eight, and normally, because I live close by the supermarket, I'm one of the first ones that they delivered to, so I was anticipating it close to 5 a.m., but I got a text saying that it was going to come after uh, the time that I would not be at home, and so I had to call them, let them know to leave it at the front door. Now, of course, I had some frozen stuff as well, so I left a little post-it note with a freezer, you know, a cooler bag with some ice blocks in there, asking if they could leave it in there, which, uh, which they did, which was very nice. And I just leave it behind a sort of a pillow so you can't really see it from the front door, uh, from the, the footpath, uh, which was uh, good. So on the way home, um, so I wanted to do some cooking today. I did um, the drop by the, uh, the butcher, the bulk butcher, and, uh, which is called Tasman Meats here. And uh, there's a good fruit and veg shop next door. So I picked up some fruit and veg from there uh, as well because it's a lot cheaper than the supermarket and I had to make one stop anyway so I picked up a few more things and then came home unpacked all the groceries 
filled up all the containers with rice and muesli and pasta and all those things. I got rid of all the packaging and then I did uh, my cook-up. So um, I got uh, one, it about 1.2 kilos of uh, beef it was and uh, I did a beef stir-fry which um, there was enough in there to make 10 serves and so I made all that up and then while that was percolating away I made up some pear and mixed berry crumble and that will make about or eight, nine serves, something like that. Uh, then uh, what I did, I did some housework. So I thought I wanted to get this out of the way before it got too hot and I was going to vacuum the car, but I thought, no, I'll do that tomorrow. It was getting a little bit hot and you've got to be in the mood for some of these things sometimes. So did all the vacuuming upstairs, downstairs. Uh, also mopped all the floors, cleaned up. Um, I've cleaned the toilets and the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff so I don't have the kids with me um, this, this week to, for them to do that but I just did a light clean over their bathroom because they look after that and um, what else did I do? I, I did some, uh, some more work in the morning um, so just shooting off some emails and, uh, and that kind of stuff just uh, clearing my mail because I only really check it two or three times a day now um, so that was good and then uh, I thought I, I want to get in um, a workout today and I have been waiting for the gym that I used to go to to have a special because they've doubled their prices in the last 12 months. Now they were super cheap before and uh, they had a special just before uh, Christmas and uh, that I thought that they would have another one in the new year but they haven't. Uh, certainly not yet anyway. And I was going to wait till the start of Feb, which is now, uh, to see if they put one on for Feb, back to school, all that kind of stuff. Their marketing in this place is just absolutely atrocious. Uh, but anyway, so I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to wait any longer. I want to go and do that. And um, right near where the gym is, uh, there's a, a lighting and, and fan place. And I wanted to get some fans for the upstairs uh, bedrooms uh, before Christmas, but I just didn't get around to it. Just too much on. I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to get them installed then anyway. So I went and had a look, and man, I didn't realise uh, I was only the ones that got lights in them as well. And I couldn't believe how expensive some of them were. Like my budget was less than two hundred dollars for for each one. I was thinking like one hundred and sixty dollars, something like that. And uh, you know, I'm looking at three hundred and ninety nine dollar fans, three hundred and fifty dollar fans, the three hundred dollar fans. Uh, 250 I was like, man, I had no idea that they were that expensive. Anyway, so when I indicated to the lady that, um, wow, that was really expensive, she started to show me some other options. Uh, so um, anyway, so it looks like I've found the fans. I'm going to take the kids back so that they can be happy with the colour. It's either white or stainless steel. I'm thinking stainless steel, but maybe white's going to look better in their rooms, but we'll We'll make the choice together. And uh, then I went and did a workout. So I joined up, handed over my hard-earned cash, and uh, I, um, I went and did a workout. And it made me realise how much, of course, I miss uh, the gym there, especially with my shoulder. Uh, now, uh, what I did... So I've, my shoulder's been struggling a little bit. Um, one of the new... Uh, physio exercises that I, or rehab exercises that I'd been doing uh, in the last week or week and a half, I suppose, um, really flared up my shoulder. 
Now, a part of it, I was not doing the exercise the right way. But I always find that I had this with my right shoulder as well. When I have a, a certain angle doing certain exercises, they just didn't work for me. And they, may, and they flared things up. So um, this week, I've deci- I decided to take the initiative and say, Do you know what, I, I know my body really well. And I know the exercise that really worked for me last time. And the shoulder is starting, had started to hurt more. And I thought, Do you know what, I'm going to go back to the gym. I'm going to use the equipment that... Uh, you know, locks me in place so I can use unilateral hammer strength machines, cable machines, etc., so that I can work the shoulder and then obviously work my other one, my right shoulder, in that, you know, normal range. And so I went and did that today. It was fantastic. It was, it was quite warm in the gym, nowhere near as hot in the gym as it was outside. Um, but uh, it, I had a, a great workout. Um, it was really fantastic. Loved it just made me realize how much I love working out, um, how much fun I have at the gym and training with you know, other, other like-minded people. Just, you get that vibe. And I mean, I, don't, I say good day to people and I smile and that kind of stuff, but I'm not there to you know, socialize. I'm there to work out. And uh, it's just that vibe around you with everybody working out and um, you know, good bodies are, are surrounding you and it inspires you to work a little harder. And I know I've said this before, but my one place in the world where I feel at peace and powerful and empowered and strong and unstoppable and just, you know, completely in love with what I'm doing for my body, it's in the gym. And a good quality gym. It can be any gym, really, but a good quality gym is like, wow, this is this is where I'm meant to be, and I just love it. And of course, the workouts on the weekend, I don't have to look at the clock. Um, you know, if I want to stay in there an hour and a half or or so, then I just do. I because I'm always rushed, or you know, I'm always got to you know complete the workout, rush to go pick up kids or you know, rush home to, to do something. So the weekend workouts are just, you know, really fantastic. So I did a great shoulder workout and this today was the first day that I did some exercises with, um, you know, my new shoulder with weights, not, not heavy weights. But what I found last time is I've got to work around the shoulder, the muscles around it uh, to um, make it strong and support it. And then that's what helps take away the pain. I did one workout uh, last time for my right shoulder and, and I was in pain, you know, leading up to that workout. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to start doing these exercises. One workout and the pain went. It's, it's like, it's amazing. So I've started to adopt that same approach with this shoulder. I still do the rehab exercises, but I'm starting to incorporate some more weights. Not being silly about it. Um, but just starting to incorporate some weights in there. So that's, that's exciting. And uh, so uh, I did the workout, come home, had a shower, feel refreshed. It's still hot outside. I'm in the studio at the moment in the air-conditioned comfort. I'm about to go and um, do some more work. And tonight, my relaxed night, uh, you wonder what it is that, uh, you know, when I have a, a cheat meal, and you know, I've said to you, I aim to have three 
or less, um, but three cheap meals a week. And tonight's a cheap meal. And I don't mind telling you that it's pizza. And one of my favorite pizzas is uh, Hawaiian or tropical, if you like, and from the you know, local pizza shop. And yes, it's, uh, it's high, in, high in calories and, and fat and so forth, but it's my, uh, one of my only cheat meals of the week. Um, I, I have it, I don't have you know, an enormous amount so that I, I feel sick and the rest goes in the freezer for another time. Um, but I enjoy it. I have a big salad on the side as well. Uh, so I'm making sure I'm getting enough plant-based food, not just lots of um, you know, high-energy carbs and, uh, and the fatty cheese and so forth. Uh, but um, this is the way that I've been able to you know, live this way for uh, the majority of my life because I do incorporate these cheat meals. I don't do it every day. And I can tell you that the last time that I had pizza, well, I can't tell you the last time I had a bought pizza, um, it would be, gosh, I'm going to say four months ago, at a guess. It's a long time. Uh, so I am looking forward to it. And uh, I've uh, hired a DVD from the local vending machine. And um, I do like Liam Neeson, I have to say. Not all of his movies, but... Um, he always plays a, a good role. Uh, so, you know, like there's Taken, 1, 2 and 3, and whether you like the movies or, or not. Um, uh, you know, they're not Academy Award winners, but they're action movies. He's got one coming out this Thursday, actually, uh, that I might go and see at the Gold Class Cinemas in the next couple of weeks. And I have... Um, anyway, the, this is one from 2018. It's called The Commuter. And um, I looked all right on the trailer. So I thought, oh, I might watch that. Four bucks. So I thought that might be a good view for me tonight. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to have my pizza, I'm going to watch the movie, and I'm going to do a little bit of work uh, as well. I've got to come up with a, a new marketing campaign uh, for Facebook and see if they'll approve uh, this one. Now, what I wanted to also talk about is uh, a couple of days ago, I talked about change and making sure that you're always looking for ways to change. Because my coach JT says, how we succeed, oh sorry, how we change is how we succeed. And we have to be able to adapt, we have to be able to innovate in what it is that we're doing. And otherwise you just stay where you are. And so, you know, you should always be looking for, um, you know, different ways of, you know, maybe tweaking the food or putting in different meals so that you don't get bored. Um, you know, making sure that you've got your your routine of your training, but making sure that uh, you're keeping it fresh as well. You're, it's, you're setting your training schedule up in line and your program with your goals so that you're always working towards something, but you're constantly reviewing, how can I change this? How can I change that? Uh, like Arnold talks about this specifically in terms of training and say, uh, he would say, um, you know, if you, I'll take chest, for example. And let's just say that you've got a bench that goes flat and you can also incline it, decline it, etc. What he says is that you want to be um, constantly tricking the muscles and um, hitting it from different angles. So, you know, you might do a set or two or more on a flat bench and then you might uh, increase it 
uh, up to an incline and you might increase it one more notch on the, you know, the bench and you, you hit the chest in a slightly different angle. You take it up another one, do another couple of sets, hit it in a different angle. So you wanna make sure that you're always, um, you know, tweaking things a little bit so that we don't always do exactly the same exercises. And if you do a program with me, you'll know that we never do the same program uh, over and over and over again. We always change it. Now it might be that uh, depending on where you are in your training cycle, we say, okay, well, we're going to do the same workout two or three times this week, but it's, uh, the intensity is different because uh, we might be doing high repetitions, we might be doing low repetitions, higher weights. The point is that we're overloading the muscle uh, differently each, each workout, but then you also want to hit it from different angles as well. And um, I want you to be looking at your plan and your training and, and so forth and, and make, make it a more holistic approach. Maybe you need to be drawing this out on one page to see, so how, how are your goals fitting with your training? And I can tell you, if you're wishy-washy with your goals, you will also be wishy-washy with your, uh, your training, being resistance training, your cardio training, and also your food. You'll just be kind of going with the flow. And if your partner or something brings home some um, you know, unhealthy food often, then you'll find yourself slipping back into perhaps eating that type of food if that's something that you did before. Um, you could uh, easily just find you go out and you're making, uh, you know, not the, be the healthiest choices because you figure, oh, well, we're just going out um, for a night. It'll be okay. And then what was once very focused for you has now become a, I don't know, every now and then you would do it. So, you know, the staple of healthy, nutritious food, six meals a day, etc., um, becomes the norm for you. But then you can find that, you know, your mindset changes, you become more um, lexical about it, and you, uh, you know, the, I'll say the, the cheat food, if you like, uh, which was, when you were focused, a luxury or a, a, you know, an occasional treat, that then becomes more of the staple. And you're doing, you know, like pasta one night, you're doing fish and chips every Friday, you're doing pizza or something on Chinese food on the weekend. And before you know it, the progress that you were making uh, is back where it was, or if it's alcohol or whatever. And you just find a way to come up with the excuses uh, to do it. And, that, and that's just not, it's not good enough. So we need to constantly looking at how we can change. So maybe it's getting out that sheet of paper and it's um, you know, writing down what your goal is and then saying, okay, what am I doing for training right now? Resistance training. And then break that down into, okay, my training Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, whatever it is, Say, so, okay, so what am I doing on Mondays? What am I doing on Tuesdays? Whatever each of the days are, outline what you're doing. Break down each of the exercises and say, okay, well, are these actually matching up to my goal? Am I sticking to the schedule? When was the last time that I changed my program? When was the last time I refreshed it? What am I doing for cardio? 
What's the intensity? How much time am I doing? What activities am I doing? Am I always doing the same thing? Do I need to refresh that as well? And then with your food, how would you rate yourself out of 10 in terms of compliance? Um, you know, incorporating cheat meals if you've been training for a while and following your meal plan for a while. Um, you know, making sure that you are incorporating those cheat meals. So how are you going? So if 95% is what we're aiming for, then I would say if you're at 95%, then that's 100. That's 10 out of 10 for you. Uh, but if you're only around 70, well, then maybe there's a bunch of room for improvement there. But be honest with yourself, rate yourself. I'm not gonna see the number. I'll know if you're lying though. Uh, but you come up with what's your number and be honest with yourself so that you can make progress. So then once you've done all that, stand back and have a look at it and say, okay, well, am I where I need to be? And what needs to change? Because the only way that you will succeed is if you change and keep on changing. Now today I wrote down, I'm gonna, I've got one of these to go upstairs on my mirror and one of them's gonna stay down in my office. And it's an A4 sheet of paper, and at the top of it, I've got it as portrait, just so that you get the full impact here. At the top of it, I have a picture of JT and I, um, smiling away, holding up, you know, one finger as in number one. And then underneath it, I've, I've got um, some words which I'm gonna read out in a second. Then underneath that, I've got the photo of me with Brooke Shields shaking her hand and, and smiling. It's a really lovely connecting photo. So this is what it says, and I'm going to read this out every day. And you can write it down and do the same thing. So I'm going to read it twice. Excuses are nothing more than a reason to fail. An excuse is worse and more terrible than a lie. A life that is defended by excuses has become comfortable in defeat and has settled for mediocrity and is destined for failure. Don't look for excuses to lose. When you get rid of any excuses in your life, that's when you're going to find results. So let me read that again. Excuses are nothing more than a reason to fail. An excuse is worse and more terrible than a lie. A life that is defended by excuses has become comfortable in defeat and has settled for mediocrity and is destined for failure. Don't look for excuses to lose. When you get rid of any excuses in your life, that's when you're going to find results. It's so, so easy to look for excuses and find excuses and say, oh, well, I didn't do this because this happened. I didn't achieve this because I was sick. Yeah, whatever it is, it's easy to come up with excuses. What's hard is to say there are no excuses. I'm going to do this no matter what. Now, I want to give you an example of change and uh, how it's been working for me. So at the start of the year, I set myself a target uh, to achieve a certain number of new clients up to the end of February. Now, it's a, I set myself a stretch target. I'm not going to tell you what the target is for just for um, confidentiality purposes, but um, 
I set a target that was a real stretch for me and a target that I have never achieved before over that same period of time. Now, this is where consistency needs to take place. If you do what you know is right consistently, then it will pay off for you. So what we did at the, or late last year, and I looked at the results again this, at the start of this year to implement, we did some competitor analysis. So we came up with 31 competitors in our area. Now, they weren't 31 direct competitors because I don't consider that I compete with a large gym. So we got down to basically four people in my area that do pretty much what I do with a slightly different twist. We looked at what do they do with their marketing and their message, etc., versus what I do. And we found that there were some gaps in the way that I market. So we identified what they were and then we changed our marketing and my message and the way that I talk to people and just the consistency in the way that I'm communicating are different things. The other thing we did was said, well, we need to do a challenge. And at the start of the year, it's good. So our challenge start, our eight-week challenge starts on the 4th of Feb. And what that has done, even though Facebook, it would have been more successful if Facebook had have allowed us to um, publish the ad. But what this has allowed us to do is to create some momentum and it's created some chatter and it's created some interest from various people that are existing clients uh, but also outside and it's also created interest with people that have been inactive and now become active. Now um, what happened over or yesterday it happened but today so we're, we're two days in and today I hit 70, well, 77% of the total target to the end of Feb. But over these last two days, I basically added an extra 70 or just un, you know, around 70%. So we're sitting at 77, but 70% of that target has been reached in the last two days. Now, these people have been on trial and it's been about making sure that they're over-delivered. I've made sure that um, you know, we updated the, the way that we communicated with people. Um, so looking at text, videos, uh, also uh, up refreshing our welcome sequences and making sure that they're fully up-to-date as well, uh, putting in some feedback forms, using the system more efficiently to say, well, um, rather than just send out one or two messages, Let's update the content. Let's update the look and feel of uh, messages. Let's make them very mobile friendly and pretty basically, but also great content. And uh, let's add in some extra information in there as well. So stuff that I haven't done for years that we've now incorporated into our email sequencing and uh, our social media and so forth. And uh, you know, I'm getting more uh, traction through Facebook and it's working really well. So um, that was a really exciting moment. So I basically picked up uh, a bunch of new people uh, today and yesterday. And part of what's driven that has been the challenge. And I've had people that have been inactive that have said, yeah, put me down for the challenge. 
so uh, you know that's really really great and i think in the long run i'll pick up more people uh, that are just due to reactivating them uh, because there's something about a challenge that everybody loves uh, so i put that down to change we looked at the market research, well, we did the market research, we looked at what was going on, where Elizabeth and I sat down and looked at, so what is different? Um, she um, you know, made phone calls and um, that kind of thing, and uh, you know, I'm talking about what appealed to her, what do you think will appeal to our clients, uh, where can we change things, um, you know, building this stuff on Instagram, which is also going to Facebook, um, the way that we're communicating, so new product offering or ser- product and service offering, um, bundling services together, coming up with a challenge, um, but just really servicing people well. And it comes down to customer service. So like the, the gym uh, that I joined today, again, uh, the only interaction that I had with the, um, the dude that was behind the counter uh, was I said, look, I'd like to join up again for another 12 months. And he said, no worries, man. I was man today. He said, man, do you want uh, that upfront man? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. And I think the only other thing he said, I'll just see whether it's been activated on your card. He said, yeah. He said, you're all good, man. And that was it. I thought, man. You are missing an opportunity here. Where's the upsell? Where's the, you know, selling to personal training services, supplements, uh, you know, uh, a welcome gift uh, for, you know, anything. There's nothing. It's, it's crazy. They have so much potential there. And anyway, so, uh, yeah, there's no service there. So what I've been really focused on is making sure that we really over-deliver, making sure that the new people, when they come along, that they're really looked after. Before they come, spending maybe 15 minutes with them on the phone and uh, you know, answering any questions, reassuring them. I had a lady attend uh, yesterday, which um, you know, she was terrified. She opted in um, months ago, November, I think, and just never turned up and emailed me, you know, excuses about why she couldn't come. And uh, anyway, then she, she ended up coming. Uh, well, sorry, she sent me an email saying, I'm really not sure, I feel anxious, et cetera, et cetera. So I spoke to her and um, just to- I didn't lie to her. I just said, look, this is the experience that you're going to have. And just, you know, spoke very directly about what, uh, you know what she could expect and I said look most people when they come for the first time feel exactly like you um, you know they're nervous about what they're going to be able to do people question their uh, you know their fitness level and their ability to do things and I say you can just do it at your pace don't worry about what everybody else is doing and everybody is you know, so supportive and like-minded etc etc um, and it's all the truth. Uh, like I only talk from my heart when I talk to people about this. I can feel people's pains. I just want them to get started. And I say, please, just come along and try it. And you'll know after the first session. And she loved it. And then she wanted to sign up for the challenge straight away. Um, but that only comes down to taking the time to really, really look after 
um, the person and understand what their needs are. So I ask people uh, when they opt in, so they have to do it electronically, to tell me a little bit about themselves and what their goals are. So when I talk to them, I, I know what they're going through. Um, so um, I'm proud of what I've been able to achieve. Now, what I would say is that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't set a target. Because I set the target and I made it a stretch, that's why I achieved it. So I thought, do you know what? I'm sick of not hitting targets where you know, we're not where we need to be for such a good business and providing such awesome services that we do. We need to do better. So um, that was the, the driver to say, well, what's the stretch here? And I didn't make it a round number. Uh, so um, are we going to get there? I just know it. Uh, and that makes it exciting. The challenge now is to say, okay, so what's the, what's the target going to be for March? And I'm tempted to make it the same. And that would be a real stretch, I can tell you. I would never have picked up. Um, you know, February can be good just because of, you know, the kids going back to school and you can take a bit of an uplift. March, March can be a little bit dead. So to set the same target for March would be, oh, wow, if we can achieve that, that is amazing. So all that has come down to change, making sure that you want to change, making sure that you commit to the change and don't make any excuses because excuses will get you nowhere except in the same place, leaving you unhappy, sad, miserable, disappointed, and exactly where you were. So I've given you some great two pieces of homework there. One, your page of goals, training, food, etc. Do it up on one page, do separate little boxes, write down detail and say, so does it all match? What do you need to change? And the other one, is writing out your excuses are nothing more than a reason to fail statement. Do what I've done. Put a photo uh, on there as well if you want to, like I have. Like JT is my inspiration at the moment. He's my coach. And the photo of Brooke Shields reminds me of what I have achieved over this last just three months. I've gone from this little guy in Pakenham that no one's ever heard of to meeting all these movie stars and interviewing a A-list celebrity in front of two and a half thousand people from over 75 countries from around the world. Wow, That's, that just makes my, the hairs on my arms and stand up on end because it's so exciting. That's your homework for today. As well as thinking, so what did you do today? I've been pretty busy and I'm about to go and do some more work and then watch a movie and have my pizza for my cheat meal. So what did you do today? I'll see you tomorrow and let you know what I did tomorrow. All right, bye for now.